Welcome to a special edition of FERL's Read Radio. In this podcast, we're celebrating 25 years of community. 25 years ago, the districts of Matsqui and Abbotsford amalgamated to form the city of Abbotsford. We hope you enjoy this five-part series. Learn more about Abbotsford's 25th anniversary at www.abbotsford.ca. Hi, welcome to FERL's Read Radio podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm a local Abbotsford resident. I work at the Abbotsford Community Library, a member of the Fraser Valley Regional Library. I'm here with my coworker, Sally, to celebrate 25 years since Abbotsford officially became a city. Congratulations, Abbotsford. Audience, feel free to hit the pause button and sing happy birthday while eating a piece of cake or a slice of pie to celebrate. I suggest a pairing of some local ice cream as well. In this podcast, we're going to read all about it and tell you about some great books on the history of Abbotsford and connect them with our great community today. Hi, everyone. I'm also a resident of the beautiful city of Abbotsford, and I work at FERL. I hope you enjoy our podcast today. Thanks for calling me, Brandon, so we could do this podcast remotely. Of course. Thank you, Sally. So as part of this celebrating our dynamic, diverse community, we've selected some books to share with you that show how Abbotsford has changed over the years. Thanks, Sally. The first stop on our reading journey is with an older book titled Our Town, written in 1977 and published by the MSA Community Services. It's a must-read with information on the neighborhoods of Aberdeen, Bradner, Claiborne Village, Glen Valley, Huntington, Matsqui, Mount Lehman, Pirenville, Pine Grove, Salt Popular, and Sumas. This book covers a broad range of interesting topics, including things we see today, like the local Gur Sikh temple and history of farming in the area. You can also read about local indigenous names like Matsqui, a stretch of higher land, or Sumas, a big level opening. This book even includes local recipes such as liver dumplings that came along with the people from many cultures, part of what makes Abbotsford the widely diverse community it is today. But what caught my eye was on page 70, a small description of the original courthouse from 1949. It was described as rustic with little heat for visitors in the waiting area and only one resident lawyer practicing. Wow, I didn't know Sumas meant a big level opening and that Matsqui meant a stretch of higher land. That's really interesting to know. And talk about rustic. Can you imagine only one lawyer for all of Abbotsford? Well, fast forward to today and compare it to our new courthouse, Abbotsford Law Courts, which will open January 2021. If you get a chance, drive down Trithui to Veterans Way and look at this new architectural marvel within our city. Will do, Sally. Uh, What book suggestion do you have for us today? Well, this next book has a lot in common with your suggestion, Brandon, but it is slightly newer by about 38 years and is called Abbotsford from Village to City. Like your book, it too was published by the MSA Museum Society and is similar to the Our Town book, but includes color photos. Sadly, however, it's missing an updated version of those yummy liver dumpling recipes. It makes up for this lack by including some amazing photos and write-ups of the many changes that have occurred within our city, especially over the past 25 years. Like what? Uh, Do you have any examples? I sure do. In 1995, our newly amalgamated city hosted the Western Canadian Summer Games. I wonder if anyone listening took part in those games. Or you could read all about the old MSA hospital and the transition to the new Abbotsford Regional Hospital and Cancer Centre. Fun fact, there's a picture of the cartoons that the staff drew on the walls of the old hospital before they left. 
Wow. Uh, I just learned the other day that the old hospital grounds have been given back to the Matsuki First Nation and they're planning a really interesting project on the site. I saw that too in the news. And who could forget about the International Air Show? The book covers the history of the show. I always know when it's happening because it goes right over my house. It's so loud. Did you know the airport was constructed by the Canadian military after the attack on the U.S. at Pearl Harbor? Really? I did not know that. It's very interesting. So much has changed and grown since those early days of the airport and the air show. Not too long ago, my daughter participated in the new annual airport event, The Sky's No Limit, Girls Can Fly Too. She was able to fly in a helicopter and Cascade Aerospace even helped my kids make a metal bookmark rivets. Whoa, that's such a cool opportunity. How awesome that your kids were able to experience that. Abbotsford has so many fun activities for kids and families. Didn't you tell me that you and your family have been biking on the Discovery Trail? Yeah, we have. We're biking in smaller sections at a time with the kids, and we've really been loving our outings. We're trying to spot as many places on the Circle Farm Tour along the way as we can as well. Well, if you borrow this book, you could learn all about how the trail was created. Another awesome Abbotsford event to read about in the book is the long-running Agri-Fair. It was started in 1911 and has been held every year to celebrate local farming and community. Yeah, it's also a favorite in our house. And despite the challenges of 2020, the fair still happened as a drive-through event that my kids still rave about today. That's awesome that everyone could still participate. A couple key community organizations that still exist today are mentioned in the book as well. You can find out more about the Fraser Valley Child Development Center, created by parents fighting for the rights and services for children with developmental disabilities in the Valley, and the Reach Gallery Museum, which supports arts and culture in our community today. Speaking of the Reach, it's right next door to the Clearbrook Library, which is also 25 years old this year as well. Thanks for suggesting the Abbotsford from village to city, Sally. It's an interesting book full of Abbotsford history. One of the books I most enjoy from the Fraser Valley Regional Library Collection is a bit on the lighter side. It captures the Fraser Valley in beautiful illustrations and poetry by Michael Duncan titled From Valley to Sea from 1978. Abbotsford is represented by different buildings. First is a sketch of a milk shed where they used to store milk in containers in cool water until being packed away for delivery. There's also an illustration of a 1907 Pioneer home, the Claiborne General Store, built in 1912 and even a bandit's cabin from 1860. According to the history, Jake Ebsen would rob people traveling past on their way to the gold fields. Well, I'm glad that's something we don't have to worry about today. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I love the Claiborne General Store. It's still there, and it's a great place to visit for a cup of tea or a bag of candy. Who would have thought it would still be open 108 years later? True. In fact, I recently visited the Claiborne area, I went for a lovely walk with my kids through the old pass by the brick factory. You know, the store is considered by all children of Abbotsford to be a place of wonder where you can pick what seems to be any type of candy you can imagine. It's also just down the road from the recently revitalized Wilbank Creek, another family favorite for walks. What other buildings appear in the book? Are there any that are still around today in Abbotsford? I do have one last image. It's a lovely illustration of the Gersik Temple built in 1908 by the local Sikh community and which, as you know, Sally, was beautifully restored and opened to the public as a museum. It's a great place to visit within the city. In July of 2002, the temple was even designated as a National Historic Site by the Prime Minister. Along with the illustration, Duncan included a beautiful poem from the perspective of Abbotsford residents when the Gersig Temple was built. Hey, Sally, what books do you want to show us next? 
Well, if you want to learn about living next to the Fraser River in Abbotsford and anywhere in the Fraser Valley, really, I recommend the book High Water, written by K.J. Watt. An interesting side note, the book was designed by an Abbotsford resident, Bill Glasgow, who was the recipient of the 2019 British Columbia Historical Federation Award of Appreciation for designing over 100 local history books. That's pretty neat. The Fraser River is a key feature of Abbotsford now and in the past, and you can learn about Sumas Lake before and after it was drained. Written by Char Reimer and called Before We Lost the Lake, a natural and human history of Sumas Valley, it relates memories from the local Indigenous elders and the impact that the draining of Sumas Lake had on the Fraser Valley. Do you have any other recommendations, Brandon? I sure do. The next one is Abbotsford and Mission, our history and photographs, published in 2008, and it has a great collection of images. Or you could delve deeper into Abbotsford history and read stories from pioneers from the book titled Matsqui Sumas Abbotsford Pioneers, 1890 to 1950. So much of the community we know and celebrate today is filled with great stories from history. Thanks, Sally, for your recommendations on books about Abbotsford history and for co-hosting this podcast today. Happy to join you, Brandon. I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to our program. If you're interested in any of our other books we talked about today, please call or visit the Clearbrook, Abbotsford, or Mount Lehman Libraries in Abbotsford. The FVRL website can be found at fvrl.ca. Thanks for listening to this special five-part series celebrating 25 years of community in Abbotsford. Learn more about the 25th anniversary at www.abbotsford.ca.